Once upon a time, there was a young woman named Elise who wanted to see the entire world and all the stories within it. One day, she met a white rabbit who asked her to come along for a journey of discovery. Welcome to Elise in Wonderland. Hola maravillas, espero que tengas un hermoso domingo por la mañana. Hoy será un episodio español. Bienvenidos todos. Hola. <laughs> Hello, Wanderers. <laughs> I hope you're having a beautiful Sunday morning. Today will be a Spanish episode. Welcome, everyone. So I hope that our new Spanish listeners um, <laughs> will not rake me over the coals for that Did introduction. <laughs> Please don't leave. <laughs> um, I was so excited to have a Spanish episode this Sunday because I have recently recently visited a part of Spain, mm -hmm. and uh, we have lots to talk about. So thank you very much for joining us. And um, welcome back to Elise in Wonderland. And welcome back. I heard there was some stuff that happened while I was gone, guys. That's true. Jin sent That's me some true. sad photos of babies crying, telling me, please come back. <laughs> but I think he did a great job. I was listening from abroad. There was a power outage. There was yes. there was a lot going on. And considering all that, I think you did an awesome job. So My brain outreach. My um, speaking outreach, English out, Yeah, <laughs> everything was out, but I think it's back now. Everything is back to normal mm -hmm. now. So let's talk a little bit about um, how your week was, Jin. Yeah, um, it was a little bit quiet than last week because the college registration was over. Mm -hmm. So good luck for all new students and returning students. Uh, I hope you had a great semester. Make sure you check out our Leading Wonderland radio. We are introducing events and um, fun activities every week. So make sure you tune in and make your life exciting again. <laughs> <laughs> and another thing, on Wednesday, we had a coffee club in um, Language and Culture Center at Moha College every other Wednesday. So the next one will be October 4th. The coffee club is basically a conversation club. You can talk about anything and we will have a snacks. Of course, there is a coffee. Um, juice and also we have lots of interesting people join every mm -hmm. every time so make sure you uh, participating if you have any question let us know and I can answer you as much as question I can mm -hmm. and how was your week my week was wonderful so this last week of course returned to work um, had a great time getting back to everything we're working on in the international department mm -hmm. and before that while I was away I was visiting Seville or as Seville. Spanish speakers say Sevilla. Sevilla. Uh, I was very fortunate to attend a conference on behalf of my work here. Mm -hmm. It was the EAIE conference which is the European Association for International Education conference. Mm -hmm. My first time I even got a little pin that said, I'm new, so everyone could tell. I didn't know what was going on, um, but it was wonderful. It was the biggest conference I've ever attended. There are 6,000 participants from all over the world, um, 98 different countries represented there, mostly from Europe. So uh -huh. as someone from Canada, it was a really unique experience to meet with uh, international educators and you know the companies that work with them uh, in my research for uh, projects abroad so 
the theme of the conference was a mosaic of cultures. Um, and this was based on the uh, tiles and mosaics that mm -hmm. were all over Sevilla. Um, a really uh, normal artwork there features a whole bunch of tiles. So, you know, it was easy to say mosaic of mm -hmm. cultures. There's a lot going on uh, worldwide in terms of xenophobia or, you know, not respecting mm -hmm. diversity and inclusion. And so this was a big topic for the conference, especially when running educational programs out of some some countries that have a lot of uh, a lot of um, strife going on. So it was interesting hearing from from different people and different perspectives. Uh, and you don't hear that every day. So I was mm. very happy to be in Sevilla. Of course, I took some time to explore the city as well and learn a little bit about it. Um, and that actually ties into our mission report. Right. So tell me a little bit about what the mission report was when, uh, when I wasn't here. What did you challenge people to do? Right, so there were two missions because we were away for two weeks. The first mission was meet someone in, I mean, meet someone Spanish. However, it was because we thought we would have a Spanish special last week. Mm -hmm. So I kind of extended this mission to today. And there was also a new mission last week. It was watch your best movie again. Mm -hmm. So um, tell me about your report. So meeting Spanish people, that happened every single day. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, I met a lot of Spanish and non-Spanish people at this conference, but also yeah. throughout, um, you know, walking around and, and purchasing bus tickets and asking for directions mm -hmm. and, and sitting down and asking people what's the best thing to order at this restaurant, for example. I had a lot of um, little moments with people correcting my Spanish, <laughs> which is not good at all. Uh, so I met a lot of Spanish people that way. It happens every time when you travel, you try some of their language, mm -hmm. maybe one, two set sentences, and it gets to English eventually. Yeah, and you don't even want to be that good because you don't want them to think you're a Spanish speaker and continue, and mm -hmm. you have to be like, sorry, I don't, sorry, I actually don't speak yeah. Spanish. Yeah. But that's how you learn. Nice. How about you? Um, well, what about your movie? Did you do, watch a movie? or? Oh, I didn't have a chance to pull my favorite movie out. Um, actually, I don't know what my favorite movie is. I have a lot of different movies that I love. Well, it could be one of the best movies. It doesn't have to be one. You know what? I think I might have discovered a new favorite. I watched a lot of movies on this flight, and okay. one of them was Fame. I don't know if okay. you've seen Fame. So it's probably a new one. No, this oh. is from the 80s. Okay. Um, it's about a... It's about a school of people in the dramatic arts and music, and mm -hmm. there's a lot of cheesy dance scenes, and like it's a very okay. 80s movie, but I really enjoyed it. I checked it out, and anyway, uh, Elise failed the mission. Little punishment for her later. <laughs> <laughs> my my report, um, uh, as I mentioned last week, I met uh, Spanish. I actually didn't met. I did a Skype. Um, she's in Mexico, uh, Mexico City. So I hope. She's okay, even though there was a little disaster, but she's okay. And I learned some Spanish. I didn't, I tried, and I don't want to try again, except this mi nombre es Jean. Hey, hey. awesome. <laughs> That's what I did. And also I watched my best movie, which is Now You See Me, or about the magicians. And it, the movie has a very fast paced and full of surprises. So. If you haven't watched it, please do. And also there's a second one, which is um, related to the story of first one. So you watch first and second one. Hmm. Um, 
in order. I got to see that one. Mm -hmm. That sounds like a lot of fun. Nice. All right. Well, we hope all of you out there were able to meet someone um, who's a Spanish speaker and uh, tell us, uh, or also watched your favorite movie, mm -hmm. one of the two. Tell us what you did at Elise1015 on Facebook, and um, we'll send you a little surprise or something. We'll think of something yeah. to pat you on the back. No punishment for you guys. No punishment for that. Yeah, I'll have to think about my punishment. <laughs> Maybe watching Sorry. my least favorite movie over and over and over yeah, again. three times. <laughs> So I want to kick off our music for this show. Of course, I have um, all Spanish music for this episode. Uh, and that was really fun for me to do some research into some older, more traditional music, um, looking at uh, there's many different Spanish-speaking countries where music comes from. And uh, this one is the most recent one I could find. So it's kind of divisive, actually. Some people hate it, and some people love it, regardless Everyone knows it. Okay. And uh, I thought it was interesting because there's been a lot of, um, there's been some information about it that's come up that was interesting to me. So this next song is the first Spanish language song to hit the top of the Billboard Top 100 since The Macarena. Everyone oh. knows that one. Um, and it was actually credited with boosting the economy in Puerto Rico, although it's debated to be the case. I was reading lots of different articles. Some people said they found like a 28% spike mm -hmm. in their um in their economy based on people now yeah. traveling to Puerto Rico from this song. Uh, and just 203 days after its launch, the video mm -hmm. surpassed 3 billion views, wow. making it the most viewed ever. And it was a summer hit all over the entire world in 2017. Um, I myself heard it all over Greece. So I'm sure you know who I'm talking about. Our friend Justin Bieber jumped on this track as well, too, and added his own flair. I'm going to play the original. It's Despacito by Luis Fonzi and Daddy Yankee. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, Jen was telling a joke about how poquito poquito sounds like duck poqui, which is Favorites. A, a Korean food. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back, everyone, to Elise in Wonderland on 101.5 The Huck. I hope you enjoyed that. Um, thank you, Anthony Frazina, for letting us know that Save the Last Dance is your favorite movie. What a great movie. Mm -hmm. Julia Stiles throwback. <laughs> I enjoyed that a lot, too, so thank you. Um, so we're back and ready to talk about my trip to Sevilla. Um, Jin also did a little bit of research, uh, and he'll he'll have some interesting information to add as well too for things that I did not research mm -hmm. <laughs> while I was there. Yeah. Um, so, for those of you who don't know, Seville, Seville or Sevilla is the capital city in Andalusia, which is a southern region of Spain marked by beautiful farmland and mm. rivers. Um, it's a little bit away from the larger cities, um, but beautiful in its own right. Also, parts of the fifth season of Game of Thrones were filmed here around the historic district. So you can just imagine um, walking into what feels like a medieval part of history surrounded by mm. um, all sorts of modern additions as well, too. You can really imagine the Game of Thrones, um, the Game of Thrones being filmed there. So, um, yeah, I really enjoyed it. So some of the highlights for me were really just walking around and looking at the mix of cultures, food, music, and the beautiful scenery there. There were a few places that really stood out to me as well as, you know, when you walk by a place and you just are like, whoa, there's something important about this place. Mm -hmm. 
One of them was the Real Alcazar de Sevilla. This is a, um, how do I, it's like a fortress that was built mm -hmm. and was taken over many times by different um, people invading Spain, but also uh, Spanish royalty live there currently. So mm. it's a beautiful place. Um, it's there's still it's debated as to when it started and when it was built in the first century. Mm. Um, there are some remains there from the Moors, so that's a Middle Ages Muslim population in Europe, and you can see a lot of the influences there in the carving and the and the structure and the mm -hmm. architecture of this place. It's known as one of the most beautiful palaces in Spain and is a UNESCO World Heritage Site. Uh, and so this place just featured multiple rooms with decadent golden tiling and um, gardens and mm -hmm. rivers flowing throughout the inside and outside of the building. It was really amazing. I also visited the Seville Cathedral. I didn't go inside, but uh, it was worth noting that this is another debated place where Christopher Columbus, people say that his tomb is kept mm. here. There's a beautiful statue and um, a, and a and a tomb that's inside this <laughs> this castle, and people aren't sure as to whether this is truly Christopher Columbus's mm. final resting place. So no one knows where it is now. No one knows. Mm -hmm. uh, what about you? So you, you told me you were looking at a couple interesting things at Seville. Right. So this is where my research came. <laughs> <laughs> well, Seville Cathedral. It is a biggest Gothic church in the world and third, Gothic church, yeah. Yes, and third biggest church in the world. And um, there is a place which is filled by twenty tons of gold. And it is 44 artworks of Jesus' life, so make sure you go and check it out. And around cathedral, there's a Hiralda Tower. Um, Hiralda basically means a rooster, um, or, or it's the, the meaning that the rooster wakes you up in the morning mm. by crying. An interesting fact about this tower is it is the tallest tower in Spain, or in, in uh, Sevilla, I think. Um, <clears throat> Also, there's no stairs. It's all filled by hill because the Islamic king Sultan used to ride a horse to go to go to the top of the mountain. So they make it hill. That's so cool. Mm -hmm. Also, there is a Spain Square in Sevilla. I'm not sure you went there. Mm -hmm. did, um, yeah. Actually, it's the, also um, the background of the Star Wars movie. Star Wars movie. Oh, cool. Mm -hmm. I'm Actually, not sure which scene, but... Huh. Yeah. In Spain Square, that's where we had the uh, the first kind of social gathering for the oh. for the conference. So, so it's like Star Wars. Yeah, I kind of felt like <laughs> mm -hmm. if I had known, yeah. I would have worn my best Princess Leia oh. outfit. There's also this uh, really cool feature in the city. It's newer architecture, rural structure, opened in 2011. It's called the Metropole Parasol. It's known as Las Setas, or the mushrooms. So you can imagine these huge, towering wooden structures uh, that look like mushrooms. Mm -hmm. They're, I'd guess, about a few city blocks, 30 meters high. And you can actually take an elevator to the top and walk oh. around the structures and look at the city. And it's, uh, it's built on top of an archaeological site called the Antiquarium, which is below it, mm -hmm. underground. So that was really cool. Is it any relation between parasol and mushroom? Because parasol looks like a mushroom. Yeah, is maybe. That, uh, kind of like a big umbrella. So it's, it was used mm -hmm. partly as a, a structure piece that you can walk on top of, but creates shade. Mm -hmm. And there's restaurants built underneath. And mm -hmm. I really enjoyed that, too. So when you're walking around these ancient buildings and, and 
and office buildings that you yeah. know there's a bank that's built in something that's uh-huh. from the 15th century <laughs> um then there's this modern structure as well um i got to spend some time in maria luisa park as well which is beautiful in the middle of the city and got to see uh high school students I would say about 150 of them practicing in a band. And I was told that they were practicing for Holy Weeks, which is coming up in the spring. This is a huge festival all around Spain where they, it's a religious festival where they parade through the streets, they have performances, Mm -hmm. they have um, people dressed up in in medieval religious clothing. And uh, so that was really cool to experience as well to stumble upon this Mm -hmm. orchestra. Another phenomenon that I also encountered was the Spanish National Lottery. Okay. On its face, doesn't seem that crazy, but this is something that has been organized every single year across Spain since 1812. Wow. And they announced the lottery by having children singing the results as they announce the winning numbers to get people really excited. I cannot do it justice. I'm going to post something on on our Facebook page at Elise 101.5. Uh, to show, you know, they're pulling the numbers and mm-hmm. and each time they pull it, they start saying the prize money and people <laughs> in the crowds are getting excited. There's also a, a lottery na- nicknamed El Gordo or the fat one around mm-hmm. Christmas and it's something that everyone celebrates. Uh, it's estimated that 75% of Spaniards participate in this lottery. It's a national pride event for Spain. So every mm-hmm. bar, every restaurant I went to, they had lotto numbers that you could purchase oh. on display there. And everyone I talked to was like, yeah, me and my dad go in every year. And <laughs> it was something that's a tradition there as well. Nice. How about uh, food? Yes, I can't Your talk favorite. about yes. anything without mentioning the food. So uh, in this part of Spain, tapas is a very, very um, popular item that you can find everywhere. Tapas basically means some small dish that you can find, uh, almost like a dim sum or something like that nature, where you will order one or two things, and mm-hmm. there, you know, you would get a plate of hamon, which is a barico ham, for example. It's mm-hmm. like a prosciutto or something like that. Finger foods. Finger foods. You can get little things, you know, little pieces of fish and tomato sauce or um, olives. Mm-hmm. And you get a little caña, which is a mini beer. You sit on the okay. patio, have a few tapas. You go to the next place. And um, that was one of the major differences I found, too, is the, the culture of eating outdoors was, mm-hmm. you know, in that climate. It's something everyone does. The kids stay out late with the grandparents. It was a very nice feeling. Mm -hmm. Uh, On top of that, I then spent a weekend driving around to the south of Sevilla to Ronda and Malaga. Mm -hmm. So you have to go on Google right now, everyone. Go on Google Images and type in Ronda because you will see the most incredible bridge it's called the Puente Nuevo and Mm -hmm. it has connecting the old and new parts of the city with a huge waterfall inside of it, oh. and it's gorgeous. Um, this is where American film writer Orson Welles has mm-hmm. had his ashes moved to so he could have his final resting place in Ronda. It affected him that much. It was that beautiful. He was that inspired by it. Um, I, can't, I can't say it off about mm-hmm. that place. It's magical. Uh, and then I landed in Malaga, which is a coastal city, lots of seafood. And I walked around and saw a lot of local talent competitions in the streets. So kids singing, mm-hmm. teenagers, you know, practicing their flamenco oh. performances. 
grandma and grandpa getting drunk. <laughs> it's a great time. Um, that leads me into music, of course. So, mm-hmm. Jin, tell me what you know about flamenco. Well, um, it's also from the documentary I watched this morning. <laughs> I wake up early. Yeah, uh, seriously. So basically, flamenco begins at 3,000 years ago. Um, it's, I mean, the, the concept theme was beginning 3,000 years ago, and, and when time passes by, they're mixing these, these, moves, these moves, and it became popular as now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and did you get a chance to do it? or? I didn't do it myself, but I did get to see some flamenco performances. This okay. part of Spain is where flamenco music and dance originated. Mm-hmm. Um, so the flamenco shows are really cool. The ones I saw were of, uh, you, normally there's a woman who's dancing with a man. Mm-hmm. They're both kind of, they start really slowly and away from each other and then they get more intense. There's a couple dance, there's a couple um, singers in the background who mm-hmm. also are clapping the beat. Right. Very fast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Very fast. And uh, there was a flam- flamenco guitar player as well, too, mm-hmm. for the few shows that I did see. And they're very impressive. Oh, my God, the footwork alone <laughs> was really cool. So it's, it begins with a slow moves and it gets faster? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just like relationship. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully. <laughs> um, not too fast. Not to, you know... Mm. You start slow and then you see where it goes. Yeah. So I I really enjoyed it and um, just to see you know such a passionate art form was really mm. cool. So that will that quickly sums up my my time in Sevilla. I loved it there. I would mm. recommend to any travelers check it out. It's very safe, very beautiful, lots of history, and you can get a little bit of everything that you might enjoy there. Right. Also, if you go to Sevilla, there is a place called Italica or Granada. Mm-hmm. Um, Italica is basically a historical place of Rome, Italia, Italy, and that's how Spain name comes up. Mm-hmm. So Italians used to call um, Sapania because there are many rabbits, and it's, it means many rabbits in land. Mm. And it many became, rabbits. Yeah, rabbits. Oh, cool. Just like me. White rabbit. Jinda <laughs> rabbit. <laughs> and yeah, it, and it becomes España at the end huh. right now. Very cool. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so that brings me into the next song I'm gonna um, talk about. So I'm gonna. I wanted to choose something that was um, that was local to the Andalusian, and this fellow, his name is Manolo Escobar. Mm-hmm. He was very popular in the '60s. He performed this song called. Porom Pompero. I hope I didn't mess that up. It's an example of the Andalusian copla or folkloric music. Mm-hmm. Um, and also has a little bit of a 60s kind of twist to it, which I really enjoy. Mm-hmm. Manolo is an actor in many Spanish musicals. You can check him out on YouTube and you'll see his him in 60s Spanish garb. Uh, and this song is considered one of his greatest accomplishments. He actually even christened his home and named it El Poromporo mm-hmm. after this song. We hope you enjoy. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Lisa in Wonderland on 101.5 The Hawk. I hope you enjoyed that song. I sure did. Uh, we are welcoming a guest now. Her name is Luz Hernandez. Welcome. 
Thank you very much for having me. We're so excited to have you. Hola. So, hola. hola. <laughs> so uh, Luis is actually uh, a radio host on a show that comes on right after ours on Sunday morning. So we wanted to bring her in and talk a little bit about the show. Um, and so Luz, introduce yourself. Tell me a bit about where you're from and a little bit about what your show is about. Okay. Um, I am from Colombia, mm-hmm. and but when people ask me where, mm-hmm. like what I am, I say I'm Spanish. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people think I'm from Spain. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But we say we are Spanish because we speak Spanish. Of course, uh-huh. yeah. Really? But not all of us are from Spain. Like I'm Colombian. Mm-hmm. And I have been here in Canada for eight years. Nice. And with the radio show, we have already, like in my direction, uh, three years. Wow! But the radio wonderful. show has been in air like for ten years already. Wow. Yeah. No way! So, were there other hosts doing it before you then? Yes, uh, Patricia Alvarez was the first person who started the show, mm-hmm. and the reason she creates the show was because we want to give our community a space, like to talk about uh, our culture, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. our. Um, like um, purpose maybe to be here, the changes that our lives mm. have when we change country. And for a lot of us, it's a huge change. Like we change weather, um, language, mm-hmm. food, like everything. So the space that we create, it's for our community, like have something to be together right Mm -hmm. like a space when our listeners are listen our music Mm -hmm. any stories that touch them right that they are identified yeah that's wonderful so what's the name of your show the name is presencia latina radio wonderful i always hear you guys with the the best music coming on right after us so much energy um so tell me a little bit then about you know this is such an amazing thing for spanish speakers or uh people coming from different backgrounds that are now living in hamilton in this community to relate to culturally Mm -hmm. what you do what are what are a lot of the I know you get a lot of phone calls and a lot of yeah. people calling in, which means you have a huge live active listener base. We do. What kind of things are they calling about? Because we have different topics in our radio show. Mm-hmm. Like we let's say we have like a health session. Mm-hmm. So we talk about our trees and we have an expert talking about our trees. So people mm-hmm. call to ask questions about oh. what can they do to avoid these sickness or maybe we we talk about high blood pressure oh, okay so that interests people a lot also um we have all the a section with the news the last news of the week mm-hmm. so last week we were talking about the earthquake in mexico mm-hmm. so a lot of people mm-hmm. call uh saying what they feel what they think about the situation in the world yeah it's like a talk yeah. with our community yeah. That's what we do. That's why they call. And also we uh, incentivate them with uh, prices. Like we oh. gave prices. Uh, every people to call is registered. And we do a raffle at the end of the month. Nice. So some of them 
call, they say, no, I don't want to be in the raffle. I just want to give my opinion. Right. Others say, I want to be in the raffle. <laughs> and they win like uh, concerts, uh, restaurants uh, for two people, go to the movies, things like that. We have fun with our listeners. Yeah, how that's did what you, we how do. How did you get people find your, find your radio show or like your phone number? Except to listening the radio, were were everyone's listeners? Or? I have a WhatsApp. Oh, okay. uh, was like every Spanish that I know. I say, do you want to be in our WhatsApp? We send a message mm. with our topics, with what oh. we we're going to talk about, so they know through our WhatsApp. Some people say no, mm -hmm. but a lot of people is in it, so they know. Through the WhatsApp, right. yeah, we send the message so with the though, phone number. Yeah, even though they don't want to call you, they message you and you can read it for them. Yeah, yeah, a lot yes. of people don't call because, you know, talking in these phones, like, it scares you, right? Mm. You're so, going live. I'm scared. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, me too <laughs> right now. nervous from time to time. <laughs> so even they know if they call, they are in their homes but they know they're on air mm. yeah. so they don't want to talk so they yeah they text messages sometimes huh. right. i know that's very very popular <coughs> method of getting the word out um, we work with international students a lot of course whatsapp yeah it connects everyone internationally so i know when there's an event if there's someone um i know there's going to be a garbanite for example that we mm -hmm. have in the indian community they don't put anything out just on whatsapp Mm -hmm. And they get hundreds of people to you come see? to this event. And now that you mention international, we have international listeners a lot, like Mexico, mm -hmm. Colombian. Wow, like that's All great. my family in Colombia, they, they are listen. connected to the show. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But we receive like calls. Most of them are from here, from Hamilton or from Halton region. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's wonderful. I really enjoy that. <laughs> Thank you. So do you have any other advice for um, people like us who are just starting a radio show um, that are looking to connect? I mean, we don't have one culture or one community that we're looking to connect with, but we're just starting out. We're trying to figure out what... I know. How about, I don't know, we use also Facebook to, mm -hmm. get, to get listeners. Like, we have a Facebook page, mm -hmm. and also we... Um, upload the topics we're going to talk about and yeah we motivate people like to mm -hmm. connect with us through our facebook and <clears throat> and whatsapp and we have a newspaper oh. also really yeah Tell the, me more the about newspaper that. is um, presencia latina. Mm -hmm. latina and this newspaper has been around the community like for 12 years mm -hmm. So the newspaper also attracts a lot of listeners. It seems like it's something that's been growing <coughs> for a while, but also there's already that need from your community to want to connect. Yeah. I've heard from other people that come from other countries that have immigrated to Canada that find, you know, they're missing that part as well, too. So they're looking for a way to connect. Yeah, that's true. Like, um, we, when we are newcomers here, we suffer a lot of... Um, isolation mm -hmm. and like we need urgently like to connect with the community so that's something that maybe help us mm -hmm. um, but like you guys your program is very very interesting i have heard it mm. and i really like it like talk Thank about you. different places and and give to the listeners that like um you know our imaginations flies mm. Mm. so when you start talking you start traveling with you like with your oh. experience so this program thank is you. yeah it's <laughs> really nice ever. yeah thank yeah. you it's really nice so 
I don't know, I think um, maybe promoting the show, but I don't know if that is allowed here in Mohawk, like in, a, in other mm. shows, mm -hmm. could, could be helpful too. Mm -hmm. yeah. so, so about the newspaper, do you <coughs> put your radio show information there? Sometimes when we have like a space, some, uh, sometimes we have a lot of information that I don't have like, a, I sacrifice the show, I say, mm. okay, I don't have like a space for our promoting our show but normally we do yeah mm. we do put advertisement with the time and a station yeah i saw newspapers have those free to advertise section or mm -hmm. something so we can use that too i like the idea of a raffle mm. <laughs> yeah that's good because yeah. people some people need like motivation yeah. to I would say too, especially when we're starting out, it yeah. might be it might be extra motivation for those people. But we actually were able to tag some Spanish speakers in our Facebook page this time around, so you might yeah. get some new new listeners right. as well too. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and all the people that is listening us, as you say, like our music also attracts a lot of people. Yeah, yeah. Some people that don't speak Spanish listen the station because of the music. Right, of yeah. course. It transports them back to, yeah. or even if they're listening from Spanish-speaking countries, it's mm. something that is familiar, right? It's yeah. beautiful language. So. Yeah, it is. Well, thank I just you. want to thank you again for coming on with us. Um, no, thank you for having me. <laughs> it's been great having you um, as partners at this radio station, and hopefully we'll be able to work with you again for future episodes. Sure. So I just wanted to introduce everyone to Luz and... Um, Uh, thank you again. Why don't you give us a little bit of a shout out on, again, where people can hear you and where they can find you on Facebook. Okay, so you can hear us after, right after <laughs> this show yes. from 10 to 12 every Sunday through 101.5 The Hack. And the Presencia Latina newspaper, you can find it every Latin store here in Hamilton mm -hmm. and Niagara region, Halton, Kitchener. Um also the super some supermarkets uh mm. has that and Facebook our Facebook page is Presencia Latina. Presencia, Presencia Latina. Latina. Awesome. Yeah. I feel like so give us give us a celeb. like. <laughs> yeah, give them a like. We will like you. We're all in this together, yeah. And we will of course right after this I'm gonna like you. Mm. <laughs> So um, that will lead us into our next song, Break, as we are flying through this time. Um, this one is by El Guincho. It's a project of Spanish musician Pablo Diaz Riexa, an example of modern psychedelic Spanish language music. I love the whole album, Pop Negro, and it was produced in 2010. So uh, please enjoy. This one's called Bombay. Hello everyone, we are back. Elise in Wonderland 101.5. I hope you enjoyed our guest Luz. She is just so lovely <laughs> and she is our little neighbor here every single morning getting ready for her show next door and waving to us through the window. So <laughs> wanted to give her a little um, happy promotion there. Check her out, Presencia Latina. Um, and she will be on at 10, so just keep the radio on. Uh, so now we will talk a little bit about upcoming events for our community members. Mm -hmm. um, one of them I wanted to slide in there is actually happening tomorrow, September 25th. It's called Change Camp. 
and it is run out of the David Braley Health Science Center. Uh, and I believe the folks who take a lead on it are from McMaster University, mm-hmm. but they do a really cool thing. They bring in community members, people from different institutions, people from different um, community uh, outreach centers, and they just have a huge conversation with people about what are some things that we want to change in our community. Mm-hmm. Um, some of them uh, talk about food insecurity, they talk about transportation, they talk about affordable housing, they talk about heritage buildings, um, and other smaller projects like wanting to create a local print shop that people can access. Um, great ideas all around the place, and it's all about making committees and forming project groups to create change. So Change Camp, I would highly recommend to anyone interested in being involved in the community. Um, if you have a skill to lend, if you have an opinion, if you want to help achieve someone else's vision, mm-hmm. go to Change Camp. You can mm-hmm. check them out online. Mm-hmm. Sounds like a TEDx, maybe in conversational version. It kind of is, and they do some mm-hmm. interesting presentations too around things that other people are doing too. So it's a good way to learn about mm-hmm. cool things in the community. Yeah, and the other the other event on Saturday, September 30th, our favorite organization, Global Hamilton Connect. Shout out GHC. <laughs> GHC. Um, they will have a um, hiking in waterfront waterfront trail near the Ontario Lake and we will gather with um, young professionals. You can get a chance to um, networking or also learn um, the different cultures in, in Canada in Hamilton. Um, for more detail, you can check on globalhamiltonconnect.com. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going for sure, so you can find me there. Yeah, hang out with Jin. <laughs> um, Global Hamilton Connect is a wonderful organization. I would highly recommend hanging out with them. They do a lot to connect uh, international students, immigrants to Mm -hmm. our community here. And um, again, a really good event. Coming up in October, this one's a bit of a far reach, but I suggest taking a look at it now because there will be tickets on sale for the Art Gallery of Hamilton's World Film Festival, another cool event that we do in Hamilton where they have screenings outdoors, indoors, for world films that you couldn't access otherwise. Um, and you get to check out some really great local independent venues as well, mm-hmm. too. So you can check them out at the Art Gallery of Hamilton's website, the World Film Festival, to check out the screening locations all over the city. I just realized I said check out seven times in that <laughs> sentence. Um, <clears throat> So that is it for upcoming events in Hamilton of note. Now let's talk about our mission. Mission. The mission is drum roll. Try some uh, Spanish with your friends. Oh my God, OMG. Have you ever spoke Spanish before? Have you ever tried learning a new language? Well, I have, and Spanish is, if, you're, if you speak French, if you speak another European language, um, it can be pretty similar, therefore pretty easy to pick up. And even if you don't, it's really fun. Mm -hmm. Um, So I learned a few things while about the Spanish language. You know how you see like exclamation point at the beginning and the end upside down or the or the question mark upside down. And I was like, why does that happen? And it totally makes sense. It's so that you know if it's a question before you end the sentence. Yeah, yeah. I know. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, and it looks great too. (laughs) Um, So let's practice some Spanish. Yeah. You you go first. (laughs) 
Mi nombre es Jean. Ah, oh, mi nombre es Elise. ¿Cómo estás? ¿Cómo estás? I don't think we have any response. So, mi nombre es, obviously means my name is. Mm -hmm. Everyone at home, repeat with me. Mi nombre es. Mi nombre es. ¿Cómo estás? Is how are you? How are you? Mm -hmm. And I've added a special little thing at the end here, which is a tongue twister. It's a Spanish tongue twister. It's a lesson on diminutives. So mm -hmm. diminutives are like the little thing you add at the end of a word. Um, and I really am excited for Jen to try, try it. <laughs> competition. We're going to do a competition. Okay. I go first. Yeah. Is this the title of the first line? Uh, yeah, it's the title. Okay. But I will repeat because that makes it complicated. Pablito clavo un clavito, Pablito clavo un clavito, en la carva de un carvito, en la carva de un carvito, un clavito clavo Pablito. Hey! I think I did well. I think you did really well. Can you beat me? Okay, let's try. You guys can find this online. Pablito clavo un clavito. Okay. Pablito clavo un clavito. Pablito clavo un clavito. En la calva de un calvito. En la calva de un calvito. Un clavito clavo Pablito. Ah, yay. I kind of messed Another that one up. punishment <laughs> for Elise. Two punishments on reserve. Uh, so, uh, I have a question. So yeah. When you want to speak Spanish, do you have to know how to do this R um, tongue? The rolling? Curling, yes, the rolling sound, because mm, I can't. I think it will help. Mm. <laughs> so maybe Jin's lesson is practice our rolling. Uh, As a native Korean speaker, I cannot mm. imagine how difficult that would be. We don't have basic R either. So I know. Now you have the rolling R. <laughs> it's okay, that'll be a double challenge for you. Yeah. Uh, okay, so that brings us to our closing thoughts, and let's talk about next week. Next week, we are bringing in a guest. Um, she is a Romanian author. Her name is Andrea Demirjan. I'm sorry if I um, didn't pronounce your last name correctly, but she's wonderful. We had a chance to meet with her. Um, she has a career, 18 years in broadcasting journalism in Romania. So she's going to give us some great tips for our radio show and uh, publishes children's books and animations. So I'm really excited to have her on. And uh, we will talk to her next week. So this next song, to close you out, is going to be a nice, relaxing one for a Sunday. It's by Buscabella, and it's called Cayer. Hope you enjoy. <laughs> 